Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, on the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented to you by Progressive Insurance. You can tweet to me and Harry Douglas at Amber W Sports at HDouglas83. You can also always give us a call. Join the conversation. 888-SAY-ESPN-888-729-3776. We've been talking a lot all show long about the latest developments in the Kevin Durant trade watch, which now we know the Boston Celtics are part of the mix. They have engaged in talks with the Brooklyn Nets. They're not front runners. They're nowhere near closer to a deal than anybody else is, according to Woj, for Kevin Durant. But they're interested. And that's information that we didn't have yesterday, right, 24 hours ago. So we spent a lot of time on it this morning. We got that information from Woj, Adrian Wojnowski, ESPN NBA insider. He was on SportsCenter. He broke down how the Celtics got involved in this conversation. Like everyone else, they called they called Brooklyn once it was revealed that Kevin Durant had asked for a trade back on June 30th. And you know, I think like other teams who look at their makeup, where they are uh, in terms of their championship pursuit, and do we have the assets that might interest Brooklyn? And it could bring in Kevin Durant and put us over the top. I think the answers for the Celtics on all those questions are yes. But, of course, at what cost, what price uh, for Boston? Now, speaking of assets, Harry Douglas, we do know from Woj that there's one asset that would have to be part of this deal if it were to go down here was Woj. Jalen Brown, certainly, when you look around the league at the individual players that would be available to the Nets, certainly Jalen Brown is appealing, 25 years old, an all-star uh, a legitimate two-way player in the NBA. Uh, but he's got two years left on his contract. Of course, KD has four years left. And then what's the buildup of a trade from there? And, and as I reported, you know, the Celtics aren't any closer to a KD deal than anybody else who's involved. So Jalen Brown is interesting thrown into that mix. Now, I, for one, am surprised that Jalen Brown and then some pieces right would get it done frankly like I thought it was going to have to be like a Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart if you wanted to have that conversation with the Nets because I thought the Nets were going to be more interested in pick heavy otherwise if you didn't necessarily have sort of a win now proposition just bringing Jalen Brown over and putting him next to Ben Simmons assuming that they're getting rid of Kyrie in this scenario if they go ahead and trade KD what is Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons winning you. And then Brown only has two years left on his deal. What's to say that he wants to sign up to play alongside Ben in Brooklyn for any significant period of time? But I think the Boston Celtics can also provide draft picks to the Brooklyn uh, Nets. But when you look at the whole thing in totality, and that's why I'm glad we had Mark Jackson on uh, just a few moments ago, and I asked him, 
because he has been a head coach in the National Basketball Association. He's played in this league. He does an amazing job on ESPN calling games. Mama, there goes that man, just in case anybody needs a, remind, a, remi- a reminder. So when I asked him, when you have a player like Kevin Durant, do you necessarily worry about your depth? And I'm glad he gave the answer he gave because a lot of fans, especially Boston Celtics fans or fans of other teams who are looking to acquire a talent like Kevin Durant, um, we have a lot of things floating out there. There's no telling who's going to get them. But don't necessarily worry so much about your depth because when you have a talent like Kevin Durant, you can plug in pieces and his talent along with Jason Tatum's is going to make other guys better and it's going to make their job easier. As well, so they're necessarily going to get wide open shots. So now they're shooting warm up shots in the game versus shooting shots with people right on them. Because if you have a Kevin Durant and a Jason Tatum on the floor at the same time, you have to double somebody. You can't just let them go one on one and pick you apart all day long. So if you have those pieces and you can plug in guys that can hit a wide open jump shot, then I think you're Gucci. You're good, baby. I understand that perspective from the Boston's perspective, but what I'm surprised about, I guess, is also from the Nets' perspective because Jalen. There's rumors out there, and we don't know what's true and what's not, but there are rumors out there that right now it has been a Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a pick mm-hmm. kind of offer to the Nets, and the Nets aren't interested in that. We're talking a pick. We were having conversations two weeks ago about my Miami Heat not being in the mix because they could only offer three picks. And Tyler Hero and some other pieces. They don't have a Jalen Brown. We're t- Hold on. How Miami great do we think Jalen Brown is, though? I mean, Jalen Brown is in. This isn't him and this Tyler isn't Hero. Ke- Kevin Durant for Kevin Durant. I take this is Jalen Brown. This isn't Jason Tatum for Kevin Durant. This is Jalen Brown. Listen, listen no to offense, what Jaylen. you're saying, Amber. Thanks for tuning in. Listen, who on the Miami Heat besides Jimmy Butler can live up to Jalen Brown's hype? Who? I mean, I no don't, I'm not putting Jalen Brown in the same conversation no as one. Jimmy Butler, so let's no, not I'm even go No, I'm just saying, there. but Jalen Brown is an I mean, all-star. Bam. He's a young star. I Bam. Please, I'll take Bam stop. over Jalen Brown. You, you crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm taking Jalen Brown over very Bam. Very different out of player, very different position, but I'm not crazy. I'm taking Jalen Brown. Really? Yes. You're this high on Jalen Brown? Yes. Why? Because he can play uh, at a very, very high level. Uh, okay. He can play. At a he very, can play very at high a pretty level. high level when he's next to Jason Tatum. Didn't he have a game? And there was, yes, Didn't he have he a was game against the, the Miami Heat Hold where he on. had four? Listen, we don't need to I get think into he had 40. This is details. Let me make sure this I'm not crazy. Didn't he Adrian have a game where he had 40-something points against the Miami Heat? I'm shutting Harry Douglas down. Adrian Wojnowski, ESPN NBA insider. Uh, again, he was on SportsCenter earlier this morning. He said there is no timeline. I'm in control here. This is my, I'm the captain now, <laughs> Harry Douglas. He said there's no timeline for a Kevin Durant trade. There really is no timeline, and certainly – For the Nets, because Kevin Durant has four years left on his contract, uh, there's no reason that Brooklyn, in its mind, has to rush into any deal uh, that it doesn't feel like is the kind of massive return uh, that the Nets want for a potential Kevin Durant deal. 33 years old still, at the very top of his game, perhaps the best player in the NBA. Uh, They feel like they can wait this market out and get what they want in return. So we know that there's no timeline for KD. We also know that it has taken a while to even get any sort of news. And again, I mean, this is like news. The Celtics are interested, but it's not big news. It's not like the Celtics have traded, right? Which is the news we're waiting for. This thing's been dragging on for a month. 
My guess is it's because the asking price is so high. We're talking right now, the rumors that, again, the Celtics were willing to part with Jalen Brown, Derek White, and a draft pick. Rudy Gobert just got five picks. Five picks, unprotected picks. Well, I think it'd be more than one. That was Rudy Gobert. We're talking about Kevin Durant. I think it'd be more than one draft pick. It's gotta be. It it, it has to be more than one draft pick. But should I remind you? No, you're not reminding me anything. Throughout the playoffs, that Jalen Brown averaged twenty three points per game. Let's see, six point nine rebounds and three assists. We still waiting for damn Bam out of bio to show up in the in, in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay, he come had. On. We still waiting you're for him. About, you're talking about another All Star there and, and Bam and, and a player in the regular season. Ghostbusters was in the Defensive Player of the Year. Casper the Friendly Ghost. He disappeared. But they can't trade. In fairness, they can't, Miami cannot trade Bam to Brooklyn, so exactly. it's not even part of the conversation unless yep. it's a three team type of deal, which is the type of deal that I expected would end up getting Kevin Durant done. Cool. This is interesting that we're ta- now talking about the Boston Celtics because the Boston. And Celtics look like they're in a position, maybe, where it doesn't have to be a three or four team deal. Maybe we are talking about a straight up deal. But again, I would expect it to be a bigger deal than something like just Jalen Brown and, and Derek White and a pick from Boston's perspective. And I'm not one who's obviously as high on Jalen Brown as apparently you are. But from Boston's perspective, I, I guess I just I don't see the attraction there. Yeah, if I'm if I'm Brooklyn and I'm I'm looking at the roster right now, it will have to be Jalen Brown, Derek White. Either Grant Williams or Al Horford. It will have to be those three players. Plus multiple, plus multiple, multiple draft picks as well. Yes, multiple. Draft yes, it picks. can't just be one draft pick. It has to be multiple draft draft picks. But as right well. now, everybody's being a little bit patient. They're trying to wait, and I think call Brooklyn's bluff and see if Brooklyn is actually willing to bring those guys and Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving back into the same Bam, locker room and start Girl, running I it back. Believe that Jaylen came out of Brown. your mouth. Anyways, so <laughs> we will continue to unpack this. We are taking you up until ten o'clock Eastern. This is Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, Amber Wilson, and Harry Douglas. We are filling in for the guys, but coming up in just a moment. Can Josh Allen make the MVP leap this season? This is ESPN Radio's NFL Two-A-Days, the Buffalo Bills. They're the only team in the National Football League that's returning a top-five offense and a top-five defense, and it seems like their general manager, Brandon Bean, has gotten rid of anything that could potentially be a distraction. Everybody feels like the window is closing. I don't agree with that. They're still a very young football team, but now is a good time to strike for this team. Bill's got a great shot. A ton of pressure on the Buffalo Bills to get this thing done with Josh Allen, and so now the ball is in his court in terms of being able to deliver. We are in the midst of our ESPN NFL Radio Two-A-Days where we break down two teams for you each and every day as we head into training camp this week. And we've broken down the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills for you today. If you miss any of the show, check out the podcast on the ESPN app. Let's continue to talk about the Buffalo Bills, one of the brightest teams as we head into this season. And let's bring in some help for that. Former Bill Lorenzo Alexander, former NFL linebacker, of course, joining us. And Lorenzo, there's a lot of excitement around this Bills team as we head into this season. Do you think there's been too much hype around the Bills? Are you uncomfortable with how much hype and expectation there is? No, it's much deserved. I mean, this is something that's been in the works. I mean, since Sean McDermott uh, got hired back in 2017 and building that foundation, obviously getting Josh Allen in the draft and just adding pieces, whether through trade or through the draft or through free agency. 
Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott have done an excellent job of really creating a team with great character, great depth, and guys that can go out there and just straight up ball. And that's why I think teams and people around the league are really respecting what the Bills have done and, and have high expectations. And I know the team has the same thing as well. Lorenzo, you talk about expectations. When you look at a guy like Josh Allen, who has improved each year he's been in the league, what are the individual expectations and what are the team expectations for him? I mean, at the end of the day, Josh just wants to win. I mean, he doesn't really care about the stats and all the awards. Yeah, though he understands that those things come along. You know, I had the pleasure of sitting next to him uh, as a rookie, getting to know him, and just watching him develop has been really cool. And I think one of his biggest attributes that he's he's really he's really grown in is that mental aspect, uh, just from understanding when he needs to be Superman and when he needs to just turn it down and, and go on to the next play. Um, and I think with that, uh, the team has risen. Um, guys around him have played a lot better. Um, and uh, this team's, obviously, expectations is, and goal is to win a Super Bowl. Um, and that's what it's been, you know, really, realistically, the last three years. Um, and, it's, and it's time to strike the iron while, while everything is hot and everything is kind of in place because, obviously, everybody knows in this game, windows, you know, open and close pretty quickly. Lorenzo Alexander, former NFL linebacker, joining us to talk about the Buffalo Bills. So, Lorenzo, you mentioned, obviously, the development of Josh Allen. We're all impressed by it over the last five years. But you also said that it's time now to win a Super Bowl. Is it Super Bowl or bust for Josh Allen and this Bills team this season? I, I, I'll never call a season a bust. You know, obviously, when you're on the outside looking in and you have expectations, that, that's the sexy, you know, term, the clickbait type things. But you, if you play in this league long enough, you understand how hard it is to win. I mean, I played 14 seasons and never got out of the, the first round um, as a player. So, I mean, it is extremely hard. You can go out there, do everything right, and things may not fall your way or you may not have a great day that day. So, um, I'm not, I wouldn't say bust, but I do expect this team to make a run and go deep and, and get over and at least get to the Super Bowl. Um, winning it is a whole different animal um, if you've never been there. But they have that potential. They have that, that ability, um, especially when you look at this roster. I mean, offensively and defensively, I'm just over here like kind of jotting down some names. And you can easily, on either side, put down ten names of guys that can go out there and be playmakers. And so I, I, I don't have any um, hesitation to say that they should be there and should win it. Um, and because uh, I know how Sean builds his team. The only thing, obviously, the biggest thing to shift this year is going to be the, the departure of uh, Brian Dable and having Ken Dorsey. But knowing Ken, being around him and watching him in that building while I was there, it, the, the, if, if they had to go through a transition, this is probably the perfect one because Ken knows Josh. Josh knows Ken. He knows the system, uh, the culture there, and, and the players. And um, looking forward to that, even though it may be a couple of, you know, it may look different initially. They have to find their rhythm collectively with, with Ken Dorsey now running the show. So i got to ask you, do you think they're gonna be, there's going to be a little bit of a drop-off to start the season um, and they'll pick it up at some point? Or you think they're no. just going to hit the ground running starting on Thursday night against the Los Angeles uh, Rams? Yeah, I believe. I mean, obviously, that's going to be a huge uh, challenge for them um, with the you know defending Super Bowl champions and, and the roster that they have, especially when you got to go against Aaron Donald from an offense standpoint. Uh, there, there, there's always going to be bumps in the road when you when you face uh, talent like that amongst some of the other guys that they have on that roster. Um, but I, knowing Sean, they they've addressed this, they've practiced it, they you know mock gamed it with Ken Dorsey, so I know he's going to be ready to roll. Um, and it's just going to look different, to feel different, you know, right? Those are two different guys when you think about Ken Dorsey and Brian Dable. Um, and so Ken has to find his own identity. He doesn't need to be Brian. But the great thing is 
that players make this league. He just has to obviously put these guys in position based on what him and the coaching staff see that week as far as great matchups and just let them let Josh do what Josh does. You know, Stephon Diggs, Crowder, Davis, um, Knox, O.J. Howard, McKenzie. I mean, they just have so many weapons. Uh, Singletary, Zach Moss. I mean, they just got a lot of guys that can go out there and ball and have a great offensive line in front of them. And so um, I think – the, we won't notice the transition as much because of these great, great guys, and it will give Ken Dorsey an opportunity to grow into who he is as offensive coordinator. Lorenzo Alexander, former NFL linebacker, joining us to talk about his former team, the Buffalo Bills. This is Keyshawn J. Will and Max, Amber Wilson, and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys here on ESPN Radio. So you mentioned all the names there on offense. You mentioned there's about 10 names also on defense that stand out to you. I assume one of those names is Von Miller. They bring him in. They pay him the big money. How much is he going to improve this defense? I think his biggest uh, contribution is going to be from um, a wing aspect, right? I don't. It may be a couple of guys that I'm I'm forgetting um, at this time, but he's been to a couple of Super Bowls, won it, right? He's played at a high level. Um, obviously, he's a future Hall of Famer. So when you bring a guy that elk that has, has a great character guy too, that doesn't mind sharing that knowledge and, and paying it forward to the young guys and and being a vocal leader and helping guys along, that just helps you um, because the, one of the biggest things that you face is that the uncertainty of never being in a certain position. So you don't know how that feels. You don't know the mindset of, of, of what you need to go out there and win. And when you have a guy that's done at that level, guys are eagerly to listen versus maybe a guy like myself coming in undrafted, kind of a role guy. It, it's just not received the same. So I think that's going to be a huge uh, motivator and educate, educational point for a lot of these young guys who haven't been and some of the old guys who haven't been to really understand what it takes from a day-to-day aspect in order to go out there and and earn your way to the Super Bowl, uh, you know, being around Von Miller every single day. Now, Lorenzo, before I ask you this next question, I got to ask you this first. Um, have you ever owned a Mercedes-Benz? No, nah, no, nah, I don't do that. Okay, but even though I'm going to say Lorenzo in the Benzo. Oh, yeah, I get I'm that a, all the time. Lorenzo in the Benzo. <laughs> you need to get one. <laughs> I think that's what Harry's trying to tell you. Right, I understand you play for the Buffalo Bills. But I need your honest answer. Which is the team to be in the AFC in 2022-2023 season? Is it the Kansas City Chiefs? Is it the Buffalo Bills? Let me know your answer. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll say the Chiefs just from this aspect is that uh, the Bills, and, I, and I'm, I'm still always ready to say we uh, because I was there for four years and really connected to that community, great community. I, by the way, shout out to Bills Mafia. Just have to get over that hump, right? And so that was the team that was stood in the way last year. Um, and so that's what the Bills have to do this year is get over that hump and find a way to beat them in the, in the crunch time because we've seen Pat Mahomes do it multiple times. And now collectively as a team, the Bills has to have to be able to uh, take their game to that next level, right? Find that one more play that they needed last year uh, and, and put themselves in a position to go – to the AFC Championship and then and then go to the Super Bowl. So you're not willing to do it in terms of the AFC East to totally unseat the Chiefs just yet. What about in the AFC East? Do you feel like with the Patriots, the Dolphins, and the Jets, oh, yeah, do you feel no. like this is easily the Bills division? They're just going to walk through this thing? There's there's nothing easy when you're playing against a, a Bill Belichick coach team, um, but this team – I mean, on paper, and and again, I know I know what these guys are doing day to day. Um, I know the culture. I know how they work, just like we know what Bill Belichick does. The Buffalo Bills, they do it a little bit different, but their core and foundation of working hard and having a certain type of way the Bills way about going about things, obviously, has put this team 
on the map, and the talent level is just so significantly different than any other any other team in the AFC East. Um, I would I, it'd be hard to find somebody who doesn't believe that this Bills team is going to run away with the division. As a Dolphins fan, Lorenzo, I don't like how you're laughing uh, when you say that. Well, you know, it is the Dolphins. You know, it just. <laughs> They are who, yeah, who you think yeah. they are. Trust me, I, <laughs> I understand. Uh, Lorenzo Alexander, former NFL linebacker for the Buffalo Bills. Lorenzo, thanks for joining us. Oh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. You're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max here on ESPN Radio. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas. We have been filling in for the guys. We are taking you up until 10 o'clock Eastern. And coming up next, with so much attention on Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, Harry Douglas is going to give us his top five quarterbacks in the NFL as we head into the 22-23 season. Will there be any surprises? We'll get into that. This This is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. So instead of Key's Real Rankings here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we're going to swerve. Harry Douglas is joining us. We're going to do a little Harry Douglas Rankings. We are presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys. we got another 30 minutes left, taking you up until 10 o'clock Eastern. You can follow us on Twitter at Amber W Sports at HDouglas83. So Harry Douglas... You are going to give us your top five quarterbacks in the National Football League as we head into training camp for the 2022-23 season. We're going to do things a little differently, though. Harry likes to switch it up, keep us on our toes. He's going to give us number one first. One to five. Let's go. Who's number one? Number one. Number one from the Green Bay Packers, I have Aaron Rodgers. And I think a lot of people wouldn't argue with this one because he is the back-to-back MVP. Now, he's lost Devontae Adams this year, and he's going to have to put a lot more on his shoulders. But Aaron Rodgers is still a bad man. still Aaron Rodgers. In the regular season. He has to be better in the postseason. But I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers at number one. Number two. Number two, G.O.A.T. The greatest of all time, that will be Tom Brady. 
at the age 44. He led the National Football League in passing yards with over 5,343 touchdowns. That's something to be said for. Not to mention he has seven Super Bowl rings. Yes, Thanos is in the house. Tom Brady is number two. Number three. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. He threw 50 touchdowns in a season at one point. Patrick Mahomes is still that guy in Kansas City. As long as he's there, Kansas City will be in the thick of, thin, uh, thick of things at all times. So Patrick Mahomes is number three. Real quickly, before we go on to the last two, no surprises yet, I would say, in your top three. These rankings are brought to you by Dell. For your small business needs, call Adele Technologies Advisor today at 877-ASK-DELL. We are in the mid-tier of Harry Douglas's top five quarterbacks in the NFL, and Keyshawn J. Willemax, Amber Wilson, and Harry Douglas filling in for the guys. So we've got Aaron Rodgers at one, Tom Brady at two, Patrick Mahomes at three. Do things get interesting at four? Take it away. At, well... Number four. There we go. I needed my sounder. There we go. We're going to go with the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. I think the emergence of this young man, what he displayed last year, throwing for over 4,400 yards. Not only that, he rushed for over 700 as well. Not only can he do it with his arm, he can do it with his legs. He's one of the most dangerous players in the National Football League. When you game plan, coaches get up there and defensive coordinators say, hey, how can we stop Josh Allen? Not only using his arms and throwing those darts that we know he throws, but how can we stop him in the ground game and being successful rushing the football? So that's why Josh Allen is number four on my list. Number five. This is where things get dicey. They get dicey because I have uh, multiple guys that could be in this number five spot, but I could not. I could not disrespect this quarterback that just won a Super Bowl last year, and Matthew Stafford. The reason why Matthew Stafford is number five is because look, the Rams. The Rams put every put all the marbles at the table. They put all the chips at the poker table and said, you know what? We're gonna bet on Matthew Stafford that he can get us over the hump and get things done. Not only did he win the Super Bowl, you talk about the fourth quarter comebacks uh, throughout his career. He has 34 of them. I think that's third right now. Uh, you look at his QB rating in the fourth quarter, 126.4. But I want to mention to y'all three games. You look at the playoffs, right? You look at the Buccaneers when Tom Brady and that offense came back. Matthew Stafford had to lead them down the football field. He did that. The Bucs decided they want to go cover zero. Mm. You go cover zero, you reach, I teach. That's what Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford did. You look at the 49ers game. The, the, the score was tied 17-17. Ten plays, four minutes and 40 seconds. Matthew Stafford and that offense went down and kicked the field goal and won the game. You move on to the Super Bowl. They're down 20-16 to 16 in the fourth quarter. 20-16 to 16 in the fourth quarter. Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup found a way to get it done. Matthew Stafford is one of the most clutch quarterbacks that we have in the National Football League, especially when it's fourth quarter time. Listen, if, he, if he's one of the guys I got to choose, I will pick him on my team because we know he's going to get it done. Now, also, Matthew Stafford last year, he was third in the lead in passing yards. Over 4,800 yards, 41 touchdowns, uh, and 17 interceptions. So mm-hmm. that's why Matthew Stafford is number five for me. Yeah, he finished the postseason with even better numbers than that, right? Except for the fact that he also finished his season with 17 interceptions. He was tied with Trevor Lawrence for the most interceptions last year in the NFL. I don't know how you can have Matthew no Stafford then as a top five quarterback. Because all you're doing then is, hey, he won a Super Bowl. But if we're actually evaluating quarterbacks, there's no chance Matthew Stafford is a top five Who did he? Who did he beat right in the Super Bowl? Now. He... he he beat okay. Joe Burrow, right? That's fine. Joe Burrow had a chance to go down and get his team a win. Did That's Joe Burrow fine, do it? 
But Joe Burrow on a lot of people's lists, actually ESPN's list, remember when we but came out with our quarterback re- rankings? I'm telling you, the only reason why that I have Matthew Stafford there is because you can't disrespect the fact that the man just won a Super Bowl in the fourth quarter comebacks in which he, do- I mean, we've he seen did it. Bad quarterbacks win Super Bowls in years. But past. Matthew Stafford's not a bad quarterback. No, and no one's saying that. And I don't have a problem with him being on a top 10 list. I have a problem with him being on a top five list. So who will be your five? My five, I would absolutely have Justin Herbert in there or a Joe Burrow in there before I'd have. But see, I love both of those quarterbacks. Matt and, I, and I like I like uh, Justin Herbert more so than I like Stafford and Joe Burrow. Justin Herbert is my guy. But let's not forget that Joe Justin Herbert didn't even make the playoffs last year. Right, which is fine. And, 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 is and, I, and I don't want, think it was his fault. If, if, trust me, it was his head coach's fault. If you want to put Joe in there instead of Justin because of the success of Joe Burrow you getting said Joe, to— You right? You said Joe. If you want to put Joe Burrow in there instead of Justin Herbert getting to a Super Bowl last season— i got to ask the people, who did Matthew Stafford beat in the Super Bowl again? That's fine, but it Joe was— Joe Burrow. But also, he threw two interceptions in that same Super Bowl. He's just He's just got such accuracy problems. And I understand he's a proven winner. I'm not taking away the ring from Matthew Stafford. He's had a very good career. He was overlooked in Detroit for a million years. At that time, he was a highly underrated quarterback. I just feel like now he goes and he wins a Super Bowl on a very good Rams team, by the way. So in clutch situations— and cl- when the game's on the line. On a team we saw Jared you, Goff have success I'm just, on. I'm just asking you. In clutch situations, when the game's on the line, who would you rather have? Matthew Stafford? Or Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow? Or Justin Herbert? I'd rather have Joe Burrow. Well, Joe Burrow just showed us that he couldn't go down and lead his team to a, to a victory. In his sophomore season, when he missed a huge and portion of his rookie season because of injury. Nobody remember who's second. Also, Everybody remember who that won Bengals it. seem a whole lot worse than that Rams team. Let's not forget about that. And he's got a lack the of Bengals, protection there that Matthew Stafford does not have. I understand that. What does Joe Burrow look like on that Rams team? He's winning a Super Bowl. Did you didn't you didn't several see the, quarterbacks are winning a Super Bowl? You didn't on that see Rams the Rams team. versus the Tennessee Titans this year and their protection issues. On that primetime game? I'm not saying that they're perfect, uh, but they're far closer to perfect than the Cincinnati Bengals, or darn near anyone else, by the way, in the National Football League. When the game's on the line, Matthew Stafford, the numbers don't lie. He is clutch. You're right. The 17 interceptions don't lie. You're absolutely right. He's clutch. I can't disrespect a man that just won a Super Bowl versus Joe Burrow, who you say you put at number five. So what else is maybe interesting on this list? Because I mentioned that ESPN, we had our own quarterback rankings where we pooled the votes of executives and scouts from around the league, and they came up with the top 10 quarterbacks as we head into this season. In that experiment, what was interesting is that the top quarterback, they agreed with you, was Aaron Rodgers, if you'll recall. So, I mean, not a lot to to complain about there, reigning two-time back-to-back MVP right now. Uh, Patrick Mahomes came in second on that list for them. They had Mahomes actually several spots above Brady, which was interesting. I took issue with that because I'm with you. Brady beat him in a Super Bowl. Tom Brady. <laughs> is number two easy. You could even make the argument that he's, he's number, number one. one. You could easily make the argument that he's number one. Now, given, like, I'll give the edge to Aaron Rodgers because he did actually win the MVP this season. But let's not pretend like Tom Brady wasn't leading in multiple categories because let's not forget what he did in terms of everything this season, in terms of his yards and his touchdowns and his QBR and all the statistics with Brady. I mean, he was squarely in that MVP conversation. No, and by the way, I he's the greatest. To ever no, play it. I, the argument that Tom Brady could be one, I, I don't know how people can put, see a, put a guy who won seven Super Bowls, led the lead in passing yards at age 44 with over 5,300, and say that he's number four. But not only that, the last time we've seen Brady 
uh, and, and Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl together, he beat Patrick Mahomes. Right. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it either. I'm with you. So I'm with you on your top two. Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, we've talked a lot about the Chiefs and the Bills on yep. this show today if it's part of our ESPN NFL Radio Two-A-Days where we break down two teams for you each and every day. You have Allen just behind Mahomes, although yep. we've talked about the Chiefs getting potentially worse, although you don't buy into that a ton from the receiver department, and Josh Allen's team getting better, and yet you still have Allen slightly behind Mahomes. Yeah, I do. Patrick Mahomes, listen, the Kansas City Chiefs have, have, have hosted four straight AFC championship games. They have two Super Bowl appearances. The team that has st- stood in the Buffalo Bills' way has been the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'll be crazy as hell to even put Josh Allen above Patrick Mahomes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I was walking to Pier 17 this morning because we are live in New York City. And all of a sudden I'm walking and I think I'm about to get attacked because I hear all sorts of crazy rummaging. You know, there's like thunder next to me. (laughs) And then I realize, no, that's just massive rats. These things were the size of dogs. Yeah, and all I can think of, one of my favorite movies is Ratatouille. And all I can think about is those rats going through that trash, trying to find their way into a restaurant to cook up the best meal possible. Get the rat, Chuck and Willie! Get 
What should I do now? Kill it. Now? No. Not in the kitchen. Are you mad? Just relax. It's too early for all this. You can't scare me. I'm used to you now. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Harry and I discussed the issues with rats that we witnessed today as we walked to Pier 17, the Seaport District of Manhattan, which is where we are live from. We have been live with you all morning long. If you missed any of the show here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, you can check out the podcast on the ESPN app. Amber Wilson, Harry Douglas. We've been filling in for the guys. You can follow us both on Twitter at Amber W Sports at H Douglas 83. So as we come down the stretch here today, I want to do a little Quick hitter recap of what we've talked about on today's show. We talked about the rats. I don't really want to revisit that conversation, Harry. There's no rats in there. Look However, at that However, your, your favorite movie, by the way, being Ratatouille, that would yeah, not, I would have it's, lost that bet. It's, it's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites. I can watch it over and over again. Every day, if I had to watch that movie, I can sit down and literally watch it. Because you know I like to cook, too, Amber. That is true. You do like to cook, and apparently you like cartoon movies about rats. Ben Roethlisberger... He's no longer playing the National Football League, and he doesn't like the direction the league has taken. He's only been removed from it for months, but he's talking about it like it was 25 years ago that he played in the league. He said, I feel like the game has changed. I feel like the people have changed in a sense. Maybe it's because I got spoiled when I came in. The team was so important. It was all about the team. Now it's about me and this, this, and that. He went on to talk about how kids these days, as they come out of college with NIL (laughs) and everything else, he called NIL unbelievable. Big Ben sounds old, right? I mean, he didn't play in the 50s. Like, he just played. I I just watched that man play a matter of months ago. Here's my thing, though. If he was going to say it, why, why not say it while you're there, there playing? Why, why wait till you retire to come out of Because he doesn't it? want that smoke from uh, all the young exactly. cats in the locker room. Let's but, be real. But, but we, we do know as time moves, things change. And, yes, the NFL today is different from when Big Ben came into the league back in 2004. It's a lot different. Like back then, like as rookies, you couldn't even really say much. You just had to go out there and do what you're supposed to do, carry pads, and do what the veterans told you to do. So for him to come out and say this and not have the understanding that today's NFL was not like uh, yesterday's NFL, and I mean yesterday's, I mean back when he was playing early on in his career, it's crazy to me. Back now, when he was playing a year ago. But, but I will say not this. Even. Do young guys have to understand the team aspect of things a little bit more? Yes, they do. But understanding the way young men are now coming into the league, coaches had to alter the way they coached. So if coaches got to alter the way they coach – why, why are you even bringing this up? This is the and it's most. something that we already knew. It's not like we don't know this. This is something that everybody already knows as well. I guess, but it just feels like such a curmudgeon ex- ex- expression from Big Ben where everything changes like you said, but also every generation always thinks that things were better back in my day, right? Yeah. Kids these days, they're selfish. Kids these days are too focused on the, the kids these days don't want to work. It's every generation. It can't be true every time. Well, and I think, but you know, I think in the nineties though, we ain't had no camera phones in Amber Wilson. <laughs> things well, that's look true. better than nineties. Don't, don't get me wrong. Had no things camera are phones different, but also it can be true that Correct. it is part of the aging process. I think from the human psychology perspective and I, I ain't no psychologist, but I feel like it makes the aging process easier on you when you think everything's going to heck in a handbasket. So you find yourself in Big Ben's situation. Now you're retired, right? He fell off, let's be real, and he ends up having to retire because the game left him behind. It makes it easier if you think the game isn't nearly as good as when you came in the league, if everything's just, you know, kids these days have ruined it because of social media, it's easier then to kind of accept the fact that you're no longer part of it. And I'll tell you, 
so when I did the Bill Walsh uh, diversity internship with the Atlanta Falcons, I remember Arthur Smith does everything to try to uh, make sure his coaches are better. Mm-hmm. So he had all of us um, say what we need to be better at, right? And to start up before, actually before we started coaching, right? And, and one of the things that I stood up and said is that I can't tell these young men that, hey, when I played, it was like this. I had to focus on the now and the way the game has changed right now to be able to relate to them a lot better. And I thought it was an unbelievable assignment for us coaches at the time in there because you can't so much harp on when I played or when things were the way things were back then because this is a new generation Mm -hmm. and they do things a lot different. They understand uh, football differently. You have to coach them differently and you have to be able to get through to them. And if you want to get through to them, you better learn to understand them. What's most remarkable to me is these guys at the collegiate level that are so long tenured, right? Like Coach K, you know, coming off of his retirement. That's one of the most unbelievable things about his career. Nick Saban right now, 70 years old and still finding a way to relate through all of these generations of recruits and, you know, still at the top of his game, finding a way to relate to these young people. I mean, it's pretty remarkable when you consider that. So that's one of the things that we talked about on today's show. We also talked about Kevin Durant because we have gotten some word, some movement, a little bit on the Kevin Durant front, where we now know the Boston Celtics, according to Woj, are at least part of the conversation. They've had trade talks with the Brooklyn Nets. He hasn't been traded. Apparently, they're not any more the front runners than anybody else. But we do know the C's are interested in potentially acquiring KD. And Jalen Brown, Woj is also reporting, would have to be part of that trade discussion. He would be, apparently the Celtics would be up for it. Jalen Brown is a player that has been linked in just about every trade discussion over the last few years. And so it's not really a surprise that they might be willing to throw him in uh, and not willing to throw in Jason Tatum. If you had to give a likelihood of this going down, Harry Douglas, from the Harry Douglas perspective, what would it be? Percentage chance that he goes to the Boston Celtics. Like, do you feel like this is a realistic possibility for the Boston Celtics? Well, yeah, when you look at the Boston Celtics. Do I want Kevin Durant to go there? No, for his sake. But the Boston Celtics, they're a piece away. And I think they're actually a team that can benefit from having a Kevin Durant. So I'm going to say about – I'll go 10 to 15%. That's playing it safe. Yeah, sometimes that's you got to play it sometimes safe. Like, you hedge that. Yeah, yeah you, sometimes you got to play it you safe. You really, really hedge normally, that. Normally, I'm not even that type of guy, but I got to play this one safe. I do think it's interesting. It's an interesting proposition. They've got the pieces to trade away. They were just in an NBA Finals. I just don't know if I believe they're a piece away, frankly. I, I don't know if I believe that they need to get this done with the development of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. They feel like they're right on schedule to me. They find themselves in an NBA Finals. They just have to get over that hump. If they get over the hump, they might be able to get over that hump for the next 10 years with the young core that that team has. Another thing we did on today's show, we broke down the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. We are in the midst of ESPN NFL Radio two-a-days here. We would break down two teams for you each and every day. As we head into training camp this week, the Kansas City Chiefs, how vulnerable are they, Harry Douglas? Vulnerable and Bart Hart, Bart, Bart, Bart Scott just walked into the studio because he's yeah, about to he do did. first what? take. What? But I don't think what? they're as vulnerable as Bart Scott has said. Bart Scott um, suited and booted today. Yeah, yeah, so... So, yes, Bart, I'm bringing you up. I don't think the Kansas City Chiefs are, are as vulnerable as Bart make them to be. I think they have added depth in that wide receiver room. Are they going to be as explosive? No, they're not going to be as explosive, but they still have a chance as long as they got a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Now, I'm worried more so about their defense than I am the offense. 
the defense is what has to, who has to step up. Chris Jones has to has to be outstanding for that defense to make some promise and make strides this year. They can't start off slow like they did last year. So those were many things that we covered on today's show. One thing that we didn't get to on today's show that I want to give you an opportunity because you had somebody very close to you who just passed away. Yep. Your wife's grandmother. Yes. It's and, our grandmother. That's my, that, well, that was, it's, it is your collectively grandmother. That, right. that was That's how marriage girl. works. I should know that. I'm married. Uh, tell us about her. Go ahead and honor so, her in your way. Listen. You honor your grandmother. She's from New Orleans. We're going to play the second line of music because Grandma Joyce meant so much to me. That was my girl. You talk about she taught me how to play dominoes. We used to argue back and forth about the Falcons and the Saints. She, she, she used to call me her little rascal, and I embraced it. So, Grandma Joyce... We're going to miss you. We love you. In the second line music, I can see you with that umbrella right now, girl. Doing your dance, strolling down the street. So shout out to Grandma Joyce. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.